This is Day 12 from The Miracle of the Christmas Child by Penelope J. Stokes. The title is Solitary Labor. Mary held tight to Joseph's arm as they made their way down the rocky path toward the stable the innkeeper's wife had offered them. When they reached the doorway, Joseph went inside and he lit a lamp and she followed him in. The stable was little more than a cave out of a rock with a rough-hewn wooden door, a thatched roof over the entrance, and a few stalls. A mild-mannered cow chewed her cud and watched them from one corner, her udder distended with milk and her half-grown calf at her side. A few sheep milled around in one of the pens. Their own faithful donkey found an empty stall with a manger full of hay and began helping himself to dinner. Joseph forked some clean hay into a mound, spread the blankets over it, and steadied Mary while she settled herself on the makeshift bed. I'm sorry, he said. She looked up into his eyes, which held an expression of profound misery. Sorry for what? For these accommodations. He shook his head and gestured at their surroundings. I should be able to do better for you and for the baby than this. This is fine, Joseph, much better than being out in the open or in some dark alley for the night. She leaned back and let out an exhausted sigh. I rather like the smell of a barn, the hay, the animals. There's a richness in it, an earthiness. At least we'll keep warm. He rummaged in their pack and brought out bread and cheese and a few figs, and we won't starve. We've even got he pointed toward the cow, fresh milk. Oh, do you think it'll be all right? I'd love some milk. But wouldn't it be stealing? Mm, It would be an act of mercy, Joseph said with a smile. Looks to me as if the poor old girl might explode any minute. He went over to the cow's stall, gently moved the calf out of the way, and set the milking stool and bucket into place. Easy now, he crooned, stroking the cow on her side. He rubbed his hands to warm them. The cow made no protest, and Joseph began to relieve her of her burden. Mary could see his broad back bent until his head touched the cow's flanks. Could hear the odd rattling sound as the milk hit the bottom of the bucket. The beast let out a low moo of contentment. Mary lay back against the mound of hay and closed her eyes. It had been a long and difficult journey, and her whole body ached. Joseph had been wonderful, always solicitous, solicitous, ever trying to ease her discomfort. He couldn't help the fact that the inn had no room for them, and at least God had provided some measure of shelter in their time of need. She just hoped that they would be able to make it back to Nazareth before a ragged pain shot through her abdomen, and she cried out, Mary, are you all right? I'm fine, she managed to say, just a kick, a hard one. But it wasn't just a kick, and even as inexperienced as Mary was concerning childbirth, she knew the the difference instinctively. A second pain came, stronger this time, and she felt a flood of warmth flow from between her legs. A puddle formed on the blanket beneath her and quickly absorbed into the wool. Joseph! I'm almost done. You'll have a nice cup of warm milk in just a minute. Forget the milk, Joseph. Joseph, it's time. 
He came around the corner stall, bucket in hand. Time for what? Mary gripped her stomach. Time for the baby, now. Joseph dropped the bucket and he ran to her. Now? Now. At least it's starting now. Mother says that the first babies usually take a long time to come, but this seems to be happening awfully quickly. Uh, mm, do you want me to get someone? The innkeeper's wife? No, no, don't leave me. She grabbed his hand and held on for dear life. All right, I won't leave, but I've never done this before, and Mary clenched her teeth against the contractions. Men could be so exasperating. Of course he had never done this. Neither had she. But it was a natural process, she reminded herself, a part of God's design. She had seen a birth once when she attended her mother at a midwifing. Women did this every day and produced healthy, happy babies. And everyone said that after it was all over, you didn't remember the pain from the joy of the birth. She wondered briefly if they were lying. She did not, however, have the time to give it much thought. Another contraction gripped her, stronger than ever, and she gasped. What What do I do? What do I do? Mary looked up to see an expression of abject terror on Joseph's face, a panic that mirrored the fear in her own heart. She took a deep breath and tried to compose herself. God, after all, had done this. God would see them through it. I'll be fine, she told him with more confidence than she felt. Just get that light blanket out of the donkey's pack and stay close. In the next few hours, Mary experienced a tumult of emotion unlike anything she had ever imagined. She was afraid, certainly, but she also felt a surge of awe and wonder at the miracle that was taking place. And for a brief moment, she even grappled with the measure of shame. No man, after all, had ever seen her naked. No man had ever touched her, and now her dear Joseph was about to be initiated into the mysteries of womanhood in a most unorthodox way. He almost seemed more embarrassed than she was, but to his credit, he gathered all of his reserves of courage and attended to her with grace and compassion. At last, when she was certain she could stand the pain no longer, she bore down hard so hard that it felt like a sword piercing her innermost soul. I see him, Joseph shouted. I can see the crown of his head. He has hair, Mary, dark hair. He began to laugh, and Mary reached down and grabbed him by the tunic. Pay attention, she demanded through gritted teeth. All right, all right. He looked up at her, and she could see huge tears welling up in his eyes. Come on, push. You're almost there. Mary pushed hard. It felt as if she were ripping wide open. And then Joseph cried out, Here he comes! With one final monumental effort, the baby slid out and into the world. Turn him upside down, Mary told him, and swat him on the bottom. How do you know that? I helped my mother at a birthing once. It clears his chest and gets him breathing. Joseph did as he was instructed, and the slippery infant let out a strangled cry and began yowling at the top of his lungs. Did I hurt him? Mary reached down for the baby and laid him across her chest. No, he's fine. Just a little angry, that's all. She took up the edge of her robe and wiped his face, then cuddled him to her breast. He's beautiful, Joseph breathed. Not yet, but he will be. Could you hand me something to clean him up with? 
Joseph fumbled for the pack and drew out a clean cloth. Will this do? Perfect. Also a knife and a bit of string. Mary sank back across the bed of hay. She had never felt so depleted in her life, and yet never so alive. She explained to Joseph how to cut the umbilical cord and tie it off. And when that job was finished, she lay down and let the baby nurse. Little Jesus, she crooned, letting her tears fall on top of his downy head. Was there ever such a wonder in the world? It was, Mary knew, a true miracle, a unique demonstration of the power and the glory of God. Her child's conception, his birth, the life he was destined to leave, there were so many unknowns, but she believed with all of her heart that God would continue to guide and direct them. A miracle, yes, and yet somehow it was all so human. In a cave surrounded by animals without a proper place for the child to lay his head, bloody and a little barbaric, the way women had been giving birth since the beginning of time. Joseph lay down beside her and cradled her on his arm. He reached out one finger and stroked the baby's cheek. This is the way God chooses to come into the world, he mused, in a helpless infant in a stable in the darkness? Mary's eyes grew heavy and she snuggled against Joseph's shoulder. I don't understand it either, my love, she murmured. Perhaps we never will. But look at him. What a gift he is. She drifted toward sleep and felt a tiny hand grasp around her finger. She might have given life to him, she thought, but he had given life to her as well. 